Welcome back to the Debt-Free Life podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping people who are struggling with debt find the solutions they need to get out of debt and move on to a better life. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss one of the most effective ways to reduce and eliminate debt that most people in Canada have never heard of. It's a solution that is offered by the federal government, it's regulated by the federal government, and is available to anyone who is unable to keep up with their payments as they become due. This program is called a consumer proposal, and I'm sure you're all wondering how this works. I'm joined today by Richard Scalar, a licensed insolvency trustee who's helped thousands of people through this program. Welcome to the podcast, Richard. Thanks, Steve. It's great to be here. And I think this is the perfect time for this podcast as we're seeing more and more people every day who have been affected by the pandemic, concerned about their financial future, and not sure what to do or who to talk to. So let's jump in and start with the most obvious question. And that is, what is a consumer proposal? Good question. (laughs) Um, I know most people, when they think about getting out of debt, right, they automatically think about a bankruptcy. And they don't realize that there's other options available to them. In some cases, bankruptcy is the right solution. However, most debt problems can be solved with a consumer proposal. And a consumer proposal has significant advantages over a bankruptcy that I'll get into a little bit more detail later on. So, What's a consumer proposal? A consumer proposal is a way for you to negotiate a reduction in the amount of debt you owe to your creditors. So if you owe $10,000 on five different credit cards for a total of $50,000 and you're unable to afford your payments, you can work with a licensed insolvency trustee to negotiate on your behalf with your creditors to pay back a portion of what is owed to them. We work with you to determine what you can realistically afford to pay back and structure a monthly repayment plan that allows you to repay your debt while still having enough cash flow to continue living your life. The best thing about a consumer proposal is that not only does it reduce your total debt owing, but it also eliminates all interest charges, consolidates all your debts into one low monthly payment, which can be paid back over a maximum of five years without any penalties. That sounds too good to be true. So why would the creditors accept only a portion of what's owed to them? Yeah, we get that question a lot. But you need to put yourself in the position of your creditors, right? If you file for a consumer proposal, your creditors will get back a portion of what's owed to them. If you file for a bankruptcy, your creditors typically get much less or nothing at all. So a proposal is a way for an individual to avoid bankruptcy and pay what they can realistically afford to pay while trying to offer something reasonable to the creditors. That's why a creditor would consider a consumer proposal, and that's why the government of Canada encourages people struggling with debt to take advantage of this debt solution. So let's talk a little bit more about what a licensed insolvency trustee does and why it's so important to work with a licensed insolvency trustee when filing for a consumer proposal. So the reason why only a licensed insolvency trustee can do this is that we're licensed by the government, which makes the agreement legally binding. 
There's no other debt advisors that are federally regulated in Canada other than a licensed insolvency trustee. Now, this is very important because it means that when a proposal is filed, there is law that is connected to it. So by law, the creditors cannot call the individual or harass them or take any legal action against them. It stops judgments and wage garnishments from starting. Or if someone is currently getting harassed, it would stop that garnishment from continuing. So once accepted, all creditors have to follow the rules. So now that we know what a consumer proposal is, maybe we can talk a little more about the steps involved in filing a consumer proposal. So what we do is we take a look at all the debt that the individual has, whether it's credit card debt, lines of credit, bank loans, overdraft, payday loans, taxes owing to the government, etc., we put it all together and we get a total that's owing. Then we look at the individual's income and expenses, taking into consideration assets that they have, look at their overall financial situation and see what they can offer to pay and that's also fair to the creditors. Then a settlement is formed and we can put it forth to the creditors and the creditors vote whether or not they will accept what's being offered. So for example, let's say an individual has six creditors, right? Um, a couple of credit cards, a line of credit from a bank, taxes owing to CRA, and a couple of payday places. So they owe $50,000 total. And collectively, they're paying, um, let's say, $1,300 a month combined just for their minimum payments, which is not paying anything down. And also way out of their monthly budget. So as a result, they're having to borrow from one to pay the other or compromising necessities of life like food, clothing, childcare expenses just to keep up with the payments. So it becomes impossible for someone struggling with this amount of debt to make enough money to not only pay the interest, but the principal as well. So what a consumer proposal allows us to do is take a look at their expenses and see what is a realistic, viable monthly amount that can be put forth to the creditors. So for example, in the case of the $1,300 a month, let's say we determine that the monthly amount is $300 that they can afford. So like $1,000 less then that offer could be put forth where they end up paying $300 a month for five years, totaling $18,000 without interest or penalty instead of paying the $50,000 that they owe. So what happens to the extra $30,000 that this individual couldn't pay back? So once the proposal is accepted, the $50,000 becomes the $18,000. Once that $18,000 is paid, the individual is done. The creditors cannot go after them again. They are accepting the settlement. Wow. So after you sign the consumer proposal, you just stop paying your creditors? Yeah, correct. So the only creditors that you would continue to pay would be your secured creditors, like a mortgage or if you had a vehicle that you were financing or leasing and were planning to keep that vehicle. Okay, so what happens after you file a consumer proposal? Does it automatically start? 
not exactly. So there's a voting period. And what that means is that the creditors have 45 days to decide whether they're going to accept the proposal or not. Now, during this time, they cannot take any action against the individual. What a consumer proposal needs in order to get accepted is majority in dollar value. So think of it like every dollar that you owe counts as a vote. So if you owe your creditors $55,000, then there's 55,000 votes out there. So let's say all creditors voted. And the end result was that 45,000 out of the 55,000 said, yes, we accept. And the remaining 10,000 said, no, they do not accept. So it would be 45,000 votes for and 10,000 votes against. In this case, the proposal would be accepted because the majority in dollar value accepted it. So this is where a legally binding agreement is so important because the 10,000 that said no would be bound by the proposal, meaning they couldn't come back and say, well, sorry, we said no, so we get to collect on the debt owing. It doesn't work that way. Majority said yes, so the individual is protected from those creditors collecting. Even the ones that said no, majority rules. Another bonus for a proposal is that once accepted, it's locked in. So if that individual during his proposal gets a raise or starts making more money, the proposal does not increase. The individual can still continue to make the monthly payments or even pay off the proposal earlier. It's an open-ended proposal. Now, this is not the case when you file a bankruptcy, right? With a bankruptcy, your income is monitored and you would have to submit monthly budget sheets each month. And if your income goes over a certain threshold, the individual could potentially end up paying more for a longer period of time. Your monthly payments in a bankruptcy are not fixed the same way they are in a consumer proposal. Wow, okay, so... What happens if the majority in value creditors don't accept my proposal? Well, the creditors can say yes or no, right? If the majority says yes, great, proposal accepted. If majority says no, they will usually come back with a counteroffer, in which case we can bring that to the table with the individual and see if that's something they would agree to. Sometimes the individual will even counter the creditor's counteroffer which can get accepted. Wow, this is this is amazing, you know, and and I think it's so important that we're taking the time to really explain to people what a consumer proposal is and how it can benefit uh, the consumer. So what is it that you want to tell somebody who's considering filing for a consumer proposal? You know, Steve, what I've realized is that People want to pay back their creditors, right? But many times they're put in an unrealistic scenario where the monthly payments are too high and they're taking from Peter to pay Paul and the interest is still accumulating and they just get deeper and deeper and they're trying to get other debt to pay off their existing debt. It just creates this snowball effect, right? Where there's no end in sight and the cycle just continues. And then they look at their credit card statement and it says, if you make the minimum payments, it will take you 87 years, 11 months, and two days. And they're saying to themselves, 
but I'll be 128 years old at that time and I want to enjoy my retirement a little. So what a proposal does is it gives closure, one low affordable monthly payment for all your creditors for a maximum of five years and it can be paid off at any time. It's open-ended. You can take five years to pay it off or you could pay it off in four years, three years, two years, six months. Honestly, Steve, the most common statement we get is, why didn't I do this sooner? How did I not know that this uh, existed? Okay, so what is it that you want to tell somebody who is on the fence and isn't necessarily ready to commit to a consumer proposal? What do you want to tell that individual? Well, I mean, what I would say is that you have nothing to lose, right? We offer a free consultation. We go over all options that are available. At least this way, you can leave the meeting knowing all your options and really make a rational decision on what is in your best interest. We have a wonderful, supportive, and non-judgmental staff that really take the time to make sure all questions are answered and that there's clarity throughout. Thank you, Richard, for your time today. I appreciate you demystifying the world of consumer proposals for us. I'm sure there'll be future podcasts on this topic. I want to thank you all for listening. For more information on Debt Solutions, please visit us at davidscalar.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check out our YouTube channel for helpful videos on tips on budgeting and debt solutions. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover. This is the Debt-Free Life Podcast. Thank you for listening.